From MinTech, the Micro Nanotechnology Education Center, this is Talking Technicians, the podcast about technicians, who they are, what they do, and where they come from. I'm your host, Peter Kazarnov. I teach technicians and engineers at Portland Community College. In each episode, you'll meet a working technician and hear their story. That means real interviews with real technicians about real jobs. At the end of each episode, you'll hear actions you can take if you want to be a technician too. In this episode, you'll meet Kendra. Kendra works at Asheville Buncombe Technical Community College in IT. Kendra, welcome to Talking Technicians. Thanks, Peter. I'm glad to be here. So, Kendra, tell me about yourself. Uh, Where do you live and how long have you been there for? So, I live in Asheville, North Carolina, and I've been here about, I guess, eight or nine years. And what originally brought you to Asheville? Where were you before that? I actually was in Greenville, North Carolina. Um, I went to school there at East Carolina University. And then, you know, I got married, had kids, and um, yeah, I just kind (laughs) of needed a life change. (laughs) And for folks who've never been to Asheville, uh, what are some neat things about Asheville, North Carolina? Oh, some neat stuff. Well, there's a lot of breweries here. Um, The mountains, they really do look black um, because of the way the trees are, the breed of trees, I guess, or whatever they're called. Um, And let's see, there's been a lot of uh, number one movies filmed here. Stuff like uh, Forrest Gump and um, Last of Mohicans and Patch Adams. Even The Fugitive was filmed here. Pretty cool. Um, I don't know. There's it's just a lot of stuff to do. Obviously, there's the Biltmore. Um, most people know about the Biltmore. So, I don't know. It's just really pretty. The fall's beautiful. With all the color changing of the trees and stuff like that. Real quick for folks, what's the Biltmore? What is it? The biggest privately owned house in, I think, the world. Um, it's the Biltmore Estate. It's beautiful in like all the time. Um, but they have tours and you can even go there. There's a lot of books and things that are written about the Biltmore. Um, I think there's a couple of movies. I know that there's some children's. Well, there's a local author. Um, who's done a bunch of books, Serafina um, and the Black Cloak and a bunch of Willa in the Wood. Um, it's all about Biltmore and the history. They they owned like so much land here. And then um, they, uh, I don't know, it's just a rich history. It's, it's, it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful, huge mansion. And they have beautiful gardens that you can see. And the matter of fact, Pisgah National Forest used to be part of Biltmore. So, so Kendra, that was a great introduction to Asheville, where you live. Um, but where do you work and what's your job title? What do you do day to day at work? So I work at 
Asheville Buncombe Technical Community College, but we call it AB Tech for short because it's a mouthful. Um, my job title is Print and Digital Forms Analyst. Um, it's kind of a mush job. <laughs> I call it that because it's kind of two jobs in one. I I deal with the the printers on our campus. Um, so I'm kind of like a print technician, but I'm also a digital forms analyst. So I design forms and for the college to use. So we're, you know, trying to move forward in life and not print so much and, you know, save trees. <laughs> so, but day to day, basically, I troubleshoot about 200 plus printers. Um, you know, add, remove printers, set up new employees, um, manage our paper cut system, which basically says this is how much people print in a day um, and uh, and along with students. And um, then obviously I design the forms for the college to use. There's also a lot of other things I do. Um, you know, add, remove employees from our system. Um, it just depends on the day. Things break. I have to fix them. Uh, kind of like today. <laughs> Somebody opened the side of the printer and a piece <laughs> jumped out at them. And they were like, I don't know what I broke, but can you come fix it so I can print? Um, <laughs> was kind of funny because I walked in and it literally was like a large piece of the printer. I was like, how did you break this? Um, you know, it, it just depends. Um, it could be something as easy as a paper jam or as large as a printer falling apart. Kendra, you mentioned that there are 200 printers on campus. It's about 263, actually. Okay, so 263 printers. About how much uh, printing, how many pages get printed at AB Tech? Oh, I, a lot. Um, you know, honestly, I could probably tell you <laughs> pretty quickly right now if you'd like to know. Uh, let me pull it up for you. Currently, our total printing pages are 10 million. So AB Tech has, has printed 10 million pages. And today is a, a day where there are like no students on campus. And we have printed almost 5,000 pages. <laughs> um, so... If that tells you anything, we we print a lot and it's a, it's a little bit up, um, but we have days where we we don't print much, but you know we're we're trying to save trees. <laughs> so it seems like you work with a bunch of equipment uh, like printers, and then you work with a bunch of software tools to make these forms. Um, what kind of forms have you made that a student might be familiar with? It's more, the forms are more employee-based. Um, some of the students would understand like a name change form where they would do a preferred name or literally like they got married and they've changed their name. Um, the employees would know something like a travel reimbursement. 
So at AB Tech, is there any opportunity for professional growth? In the next five years, I think there would be plenty of opportunity for growth. Um, my position, because it was two positions put together, um, it it was we're trying to move more towards digital than paper. Obviously, in that ten million, you know, printing pieces of paper, we want to obviously get that a lot lower. So, you know, I, I think in in moving more towards digital. Like, you know how you can go to Lowe's and it says, do you want to have your your receipt emailed to you? We want to move more in that aspect. So say the bookstore wants to do that kind of thing. Um, and we want to have students move more towards that direction when they fill out their financial aid and when they fill out all of their, you know, enrollment and all of their other forms that they do. We want to move them in that direction. So I think, yes, there's plenty of opportunity for growth because we can we can get some of these printers down. Maybe I can move to 70 printers instead of 260. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, sure. People want physical things in their hands. And so, sure, I don't think printing will ever go away. At, at this point in time, maybe not in my life, but we can sure move towards something different. And I think there's plenty of opportunity to to do that and plenty of opportunity for growth in that aspect. And I think the first step was to put me in this position and move, hey, she's a printer tech to, hey, she's a print and digital forms analyst. So I think that was a good, a great move. What's the average salary for a printer tech or someone that works in your area of IT as a technician? So a printer tech is, I think, around anywhere between 40 and 52,000. For a digital forms analyst, it's about 61. So... It's about 61 for my position. That doesn't include like the benefits and everything else. Um, so it kind of pushes it upwards. What type of benefits do you get with uh, your work? So you get uh, medical, dental, vision, um, for, what is it, 401k, um, retirement, all of that kind of stuff, which is nice to have. <laughs> especially when you live alone. That's <laughs> fantastic. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about all the other otherness mm -hmm. in your life. Working as a tech in IT, do you have a regular schedule? Do you work in shifts? Um, what's your work schedule like? So my work schedule is crazy, um, especially at this time of year when students are getting ready to come back and you have to get everything updated and ready to go. Um, but no, I do not really have a set schedule. I, um, most days I, I get in at six 30 and I might leave at six or six 30 at night. Um, or I may leave at four. It just depends on who has a critical need 
um, or who thinks it might be critical. It's really not. Some days it might just depend on the weather, <laughs> like today, <laughs> um, because I ride a moped. And so therefore I am not going to get struck by lightning. <laughs> so um, a lot of it just depends on, on really what is happening in the day. Um, I try to, unlike some of my IT colleagues, I try to be personal with the people I'm working with uh, because I do have to be everywhere on campus. And so I need to make connections and, you know, talk with people and understand what's happening and what happened <laughs> as opposed to having to do everything remotely. Um, because sure I could, no, really I can't because I have to put my hands on a machine. And, uh, so that doesn't, it doesn't always happen the way I want it to. Um, you know, the first thing I do in the morning is get on, on a server and say, okay, which of these machines is low on toner and which ones is saying that it needs a demand overwrite and which one, you know, needs this and which one is totally offline and I need to go look at it. Um, so that kind of starts my day. And then from there, it's like, oh, here's a work order and here's a work order and here's a work order. And here, oh, I broke something, which is one you don't want to hear. <laughs> um so that's just kind of how how it goes. So I've got a good sense of what you do day to day at work. Um, but how did you get there? What was your work experience be, uh, for working in IT as a tech? <clears throat> well, um, so I started working at AB Tech as a student in the computer lab. Um, I I was. I was going to school for digital media to design websites and because that's what I wanted to do, websites and print media. And I just didn't have, at the time, I just didn't have all the, the hardware and software I needed. So I just kind of had to spend my time in the computer lab. That's how I got that job. And then when I graduated um, in digital media, I was hired as, you know, as a part-time employee. And I just kind of, I started picking up through, you know, the IT people a little bit more of just stuff <laughs> and stuff and things. So technical <laughs> because that's what, that's what we say all the time, stuff and things. And, um, you know, I was, I was lucky enough to, kind of be able to split my time from the computer lab to go around with one of the desktop technicians and learn a little bit more about, you know, installing software and hooking up all of, you know, the computers and everything. So I was able to do that for about a year and a half. Um, and because I did that, you know, kind of, kind of fell into you know, a little bit more knowledge. Um, and I got a internship at the city with IT, but it, it wasn't like, you know, installing software or anything. It was designing a website for the city. 
which was great. But then I found out, oh, I need this this other knowledge. So I went back to school again, still at AB Tech. And in doing so, I still was working there. And there, I got more like people depended on me a little bit more. And my supervisor depended on me more and was like, oh, well, can you do this? And can you do that? And can you do this? And, you know, one of the one of the other t- desktop people was like, oh, well, I'd like you to start helping me and, and do this. And then the printer guy was like, hey, you know more about this. Can you do this? So I kind of, you know, just hung out and, you know, learned these things, not because people asked me to, but because I was like, well, this is kind of a little interesting and I'm here and I might as well. And COVID happened. And then I was there all the time and I had to learn everything like, because people didn't come to work. It was me and like two other people. So, I mean, I just had to learn everything. So because that happened and because everybody basically relied on me and the other people, it was, well, Kendra knows this and Kendra can do that. And if I didn't know how to do it, I learned how to do it. And because that happened, they were like, well, let's give her this shot. And the printer guy was retiring and he was like, well, she's here and she knows how to do this stuff. I mean, she doesn't know all of this stuff, but she can learn it. Sure. And so that's kind of how I got into that position. And I was like, well, hey, I mean, I'm I'm willing to learn it. And I mean, I know how to do this stuff. And then somebody else said, well, but she can code too. And uh, because she can code, she can design these forms and and she can do this other stuff and we can make this position what we want it to be. So that kind of helped everything and it it put me to where I am now. I mean, sure, I still had to learn more things, Um, but it was was a great opportunity that kind of just kind of happened. I don't know. I mean, it was it's kind of amazing, actually, and and something that I didn't expect to happen, but it did. So I think you think working hard, learning all of the things I did, and and just putting myself into that position helped out a lot. You mentioned that you were a student at AB Tech as well. Um, what degrees and programs uh, did you go through and uh, what do you feel like you ended up learning from that experience? So the degrees I got from AB Tech were software and web development and digital media, which are are both in the, the web development categories. Um, sh- but I um <laughs> which I wouldn't have, have thought would have helped me in my my printer, you know, software stuff, but it really it's amazing that what I did know because I have to deal with servers and and understanding how to, you know, deal with with coding and 
and what these things are saying to me. Um, so I do understand it. I, I didn't realize I would understand it, but I, I do. Um, and, uh, and also getting the knowledge from when I was going around for the year and a half it, with the desktop team, you know, and, and they helped a lot. They didn't have to, they didn't have, they didn't have to say, <laughs> go back to the computer lab and, and do your thing. But they were helpful. What did it feel like your first day at your new role? What did it feel like going into work and assuming that new role at AB Tech? Oh, well, so I was a little lucky in the fact that I was I was able to kind of transition into the role. So I didn't really get hit too hard. Like, hey, here's your first day. Go. Um, <laughs> I was given a little bit of a transition period before you know, the person retired. However, the, my actual first day, I did get hit with a lot. Um, I, I got like 90 work orders and it was, it was like, Whoa, what am I supposed to do with all of this? Like, I'm, that's shocking. Um, it was, and it was also kind of like, now you're on your own and do you know, you got to do this. And you just, I had to hit the ground running. Like, you know, Kendra, you, you're grown now and this is a big girl job and you have to do this <laughs> and you can't let these, you can't let these people boss you around. Like that's, you have to like put your foot down and say no, or I'm making this, this is, this is what I say, you know, like, mm, before, you know, I've, I've had, you know, well, that's your supervisor and they tell you what to do and blah, blah, blah. But now you're making this, these decisions and you have to really like make those decisions. So, you know, I had to like, <laughs> I really had to like, this is what I'm doing because <laughs> I, and that was hard for my first day because I mean, I had a lot of people at me. Well, can I have a printer? Can I have a printer? Can I have a printer? Like they were taken away from me and now you're in the role and, and can I have mine back? <laughs> I was like, Oh, and there's, there's 200 and something of these already. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have much hair now. So <laughs> What's something unexpected about working as an IT technician that you only learned after you started? I guess maybe I just, I wasn't sure I was going to like my job as much as I do. Um, I guess that's, a lot of it is because I'm a people person and it's, it's really is a, a misconception with IT is because people think IT people are solitary and I definitely am not. Uh, I think I riled him up a lot because <laughs> I am not solitary. Um, but I I interact with people all the time. And I think it's, I think that was something that after I started working as a tech, people were like, Hi, Kendra. Hi, Kendra. Hi, Kendra. I didn't think people were going to 
really remember who I was. Um, and they do like, I turn the corner and like, hi. So it's always a lot of fun to, to know that people know who I am and that, you know, they smile when they see me and that's, that's always nice to know. Like, you know, it's always a good feeling. And how did your life change when you became a tech? What was different when you were a tech compared to before? Well, before I sat at a desk all the time, like, sure. I helped people. I helped students. Um, but now I'm, I'm up and I'm moving and I'm here and there and everywhere else. And I don't just help students, but I help faculty and staff and I help everybody. And, but I enjoy the fact that I can get up and move. I don't have to be solitary. Um, and I think that's one thing I really like is that, and I can learn something new every day. <laughs> like that's amazing to me. And cause I like to learn. So that's, that's something great. Kendra, what advice would you give to current students or people who want to transition careers and work as an IT tech like you? Um, I would say make goals for yourself and try to achieve those goals. Uh, ask your instructors or professors to help you. Talk to other students. Join clubs. Um, I... I joined a women in tech group and that was that group was because of an NSF grant. And I was able to connect with others and just make amazing connections. And I still have those connections. And because of that, I, there was just, I was able to open up and, and be able to just, just do stuff, you know? Kendra, how does your work support and uh, help others? Or put another way, what would be lost if you weren't doing your work? I don't think people would laugh as much as they do. I really don't. (laughs) Well, and people couldn't print. Kendra, do you have a final call to action for students or people who want to transition their career and work as an IT technician like you? Um, I would say try to always learn something new and don't let that pass you by because you don't know when you'll ever need that knowledge. Well, Kendra, thank you so much for being on Talking Technicians and sharing your story with me. Well, thank you for having me. Please keep in touch. I will. Talking Technicians is produced by Mintech, the Micro Nano Technology Education Center, through financial support from the National Science Foundation's Advanced Technological Education Grant Program. Opinions expressed on this podcast do not necessarily represent those of the National Science Foundation. Join the conversation. If you are a working technician or know someone who is, reach out to us at info at talkingtechnicians.org. We're always looking out for great guests to share more stories with you.